it's testimony time. This morning we have many powerful testimonies about how God has supernaturally provided for some people. Amen. Let's give it up for Oliver as he brings us his very powerful testimony. Keep clapping. Oh, keep clapping for... Hello, everyone. I'm Oliver. I'm from BTC, and I'm also an Asha here. My testimony is about how God provided a seat for me for the last HYP that we did. Wow. Honor your prophet. Okay, um, when I joined this church, uh, the last one we did was the third time. The first one, I did something small. The second one too, I tried. But the third one I said, let me do something ahead. <laughs> you have to do something ahead. <laughs> Because, because our pastor talked a lot about only your prophet. So I said, let me also do something. Do something so ahead. I was praying that the work I'm doing, God should help me get a seed from it. But like two weeks to the HYP, I was not getting any money. So I was somehow unhappy. Because I wanted to sow a seed into Bishop's life. So one week we came to church after mommy preached. Then she said that if you don't have a seat for HYP, actually she said that it, it is a seat. So if you don't have a seat to sow, pray to God for a seat. So from that time, I started asking God for a seat and it wasn't coming. It didn't seem to come. <laughs> okay, sorry. So one day, I went, to buy, I went to buy a new trial for my work. So I was not getting some, so I was stood there like hours, and the guy became an with me that you, anytime you come to buy, you stay here, people will come and pass, buying their things. And I said, I know what I'm looking for. So as I was checking my size, the guy was checking the pocket of the trousers, whether there's a money in any of them. So which I was there, and I was checking my size. And then finally, I got one. As I lifted it up, I was like, ah, this trouser is okay. So I took it to the workplace. That was Friday. On Monday, I put it on. That Monday morning, I was broke. I was very broke. <laughs> I was very broke. So after I put the trouser on, a certain joy just entered me. <laughs> May a certain joy enter you as you are believing God. Amen. And I, I was very happy. And I just forgot about my stomach. Because that money, I was hungry. So, and then I heard a voice that shake the pocket. <laughs> so, because that was my first time wearing it, so I just put my index finger into it. <laughs> and as I put it inside, I felt some paper in. As I brought the paper out, I found hero in the pocket. May the Lord send you foreign currency. May you receive money from unexpected sources. 
Actually, the money I found in the pocket was like two times the money I was sticking to sow as a seed. But I'm looking upon this money. I forgot that we have a seed to sow. Yes. So I was still praying the prayer. Lord, give me a seed. Lord, give me a seed. And then it came to my mind that can't you use that money for the seed? And then I said, ah, Lord, thank you. Because I that I nearly uh, did something. I nearly did, did mistake. So I used that money for HYP. And I became very excited. Actually, when I found this money, I showed a friend. He said, change it so that we will spend it. I said, yes. So after I used the money for the HYP, the guy was asking, Oliver, where's the money? Go and change it. I was like, it is there. Don't worry. <laughs> so Oliver, what would you like to tell the church? So, I want to tell the church that once you find yourself here, everything will be all right. And anything that our pastor says, try your best and do it, and you'll be blessed. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much, Oliver. Amen. We have another testimony, and let's welcome Emmanuel Ayiku to bring us a very powerful testimony. Hello to everyone. Hi. Please, my name is Ayuku Imano. I'm, I'm a Victory Tower Center. And I'm a film star. And my testimony is about how God, God gave me some money that, like, I can't even. And all was from things that, like, mommy spoke about. So last time before we were going home, if you can remember, mommy said she uh, asked them to bring her envelopes and she said she doesn't do this, but she will do this for today. That we should give Thanksgiving offering. Wow. So she was sharing the envelopes and it got to she got a certain price and I stood up and I went for the envelope. And at that at that moment I was broke. So I didn't know I didn't know how I went for the envelope. Because I know that how I pay the money. So, but I went for the envelope and I went back. And when I got home, when I got to my hostel, my mother sent me money that day. No, yeah, that day. So the money she sent me, it was like I can pay the pledge. And I was also owing a previous tithe. Wow. So, yes. <laughs> and I, I had to pay the pledge. And the money on that tithe that my mother sent me, and the previous tight. Wow. And my brother, the one I followed directly, called me that I should send him some money, but he, he needs some money agency. But I made up my mind that I will not pay the pledge and the tithe because I was so broke that I just got him money today. Now nah, I should pay the pledge. So I went, I went back to my bed and I lay on my bed. And I just, the scripture with a man of God just came into my head. What a warning. <laughs> so I just stood up. Actually, I've saved the church Mumbo Nama. So I stood up for my bed and sent the pledge. I sent the old tithe, the new tithe, everything. And I gave the reference, old tithe, new tithe, a ple- pledge. You better not rob God. Yes. So instantly I went bankrupt. And I was like, I just received the money and instantly I've paid all my pledge. And I, so I was so sad. Ah, but the next day, 
like on Monday, I was there. And the next day, I was there and like at, at home in my church. As a, as a certain woman, when I came to school, she has never called me before. I just had a call from this one. She said she's sending me money. Like, like she has never called me before, and I don't even know why she wants to send me money. So she sent me the money. I was very surprised. And that money was equivalent to the money I used to pay all those things. Wow. So that was the first one. That was the first, first one. one. Yes. So, so the, the woman's husband asked me to uh, call him. I didn't know he asked me to call him. So when I called him, the, that's that same woman's husband. When I called him, not to be a bad boy, I told him that, oh, your wife just sent me some money so that it would be like, you know, be like I'm trying to do something. And he said, oh, okay. That's nice, and we finished talking. Then, no, he sent me that same amount of money. Wow. <laughs> May the Lord send you multiples. May he send you more than you can carry. In Jesus' name, and, amen. Oh, I'm not done. You're not, please. The next day, wow. my big brother. The next day. The next day, wow. my big brother, who is a contractor at Anakazu. Wow. Yes, he, he called me that he wants to send me transportation. So, uh, uh, like transportation, they're normal. If it's a seat, there are some limits that I can even get something on me. He sent me twice that amount of money that the woman and the husband has already said. May the Lord send you money from heaven. May you have multiples. May you have more than you can yes. carry. So, Amen. that was not all that. That was not all. But, obviously, this is just the first part too. This is just the first. But I'll give you a, a, a testimony of a seed I sold in mommy's life. And the money I've gotten, I can't even imagine. You can't even imagine. So, that's, like, after they sent me, my brother sent me that money. My brother asked me to send him some small money that he, he was stranded. He was paid. And he also sent me money that I should take. So, I, I actually had five times that amount that I paid within Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Wow. Yes. So I was very happy when I was going, I really enjoyed myself. We had a lot of money. Uh -huh. So the second part is that, you see, the recent camp that we went at Oboase. Yes. So, like, when we, went, when we came, I wanted a laptop. And I wanted a very big one. So I, I, I wanted to sow a, sow a seed into mommy's life so that. So I, I like, actually had my pocket money. And I took it. And I went to sow it to mommy. When I was going, I was afraid. I don't know why I was afraid. <laughs> so, but, but I went to see mommy, and she was like, what's your name? I was, she was like, she knows me. I said, yeah, and I described who I am to her, and she was like, okay. <laughs> and I gave, her, I gave her the seed. Like, so I gave her the seed. So I came back. Like, I've not gotten any money from, for the laptop or anything. I was just there. Cool. And my big brother, actually my biggest brother is outside. So I told him about the laptop. I, I told him about the laptop and he said, okay, you send me the money. When he sent me the money, and the money got to my mother. My, big, my, my second big brother told my mother that they should share the money. But he would give me double the amount to go and buy a very big laptop. Yes, so my mother said she would not spend the money until my brother has given me the money. So, actually, but I got to a time, they, they shared the money. So, I was there. Ah, when I was there, my brother just, he said, oh, he's going to the bank to send me the money because he can't send it to the mumu. <laughs> ah, the money, the money that hits my account, 
like my, my, the first time my account has visited is, is largest money. And so I was, I was overwhelmed because I've never received this money before. When I was going to withdraw the money, I was withdrawing bit by bit. And the, the network tells him that I've reached my limit for the day. So I, I can't withdraw again. So I, I had to wait for the next day so that I can withdraw more. So I want to encourage the church that anything that mommy says, maybe if a pledge or anything, but you take it very serious. And they are tight. You take it very serious because God doesn't owe. He will surely repay you. Amen. May the figures in your bank account change. May you receive money you have never received before as you believe God and sow into the ministry. Amen. God bless you all. Put your hands together for Jesus, hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, it's our church. I said, tell your neighbor, it's our church. Many years I have seen many lives being transformed over and over again as the people of God has listened to the words from such a powerful prophet we have in this house, hallelujah. Because the Bible says in Ezra, chapter 6, I think it's verse 14, it says, and the people of God, that's the Jews, they prospered and they built houses by the prophesying of Haggai, the prophet. Hallelujah. And I see your prosperity coming your way. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, I want us to stand to our feet as we receive the ministry of the prophets. Sister Joy Bruce, put your hands together for Jesus. Just lift up your two hands and love Jesus this afternoon. Thank him for an opportunity to come before the word. Thank him for all that's happened up until this point. Thank him that you and especially you, you're in church today. Thank him. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you for an opportunity like this this afternoon. We give you praise. Thank you for all that, all that you've done with us and what you're doing with us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. 
because I'm wondering what God has for us in the days ahead. Wow. Are you here? I wonder what he has for us in the days ahead. And it will be an encounter. Whatever it is, it will be an encounter. Amen. Do you believe such things? Amen. Well, this morning or this afternoon, it's afternoon already, we are also marking a transition that we're going through at this time. Amen? How many of you know that the cloud of God moves? And when it moves, you must move with it. I was telling the present service, that's the first service, I was telling them that if you do things the way you've always done them, you're likely to miss God. Because often he causes a change. Amen? And your change is not necessarily somebody else's change. Are you there? Moses was with the people of Israel and they said, we want water. We are thirsty. Why have you brought us here? He went to talk to God. God said, take your rod, strike the rock. It will bring water. Water came. A few chapters down the line, they did the same thing. Instead of them saying that God has provided before, he'll provide again. They go angry with God again. Are you there? And they said, we want water. And when they are asking for water, they are like some of you. They had all kinds of insults inside. So, Moses was grieved and he went to the Lord and the Lord said, you just talk to the Lord, it will give the water. You see, but the way that they had irritated him, he picked up his rod and he struck it. So, I didn't ask you to strike. I said, speak to it. Are you here? So, even in the same kind of situation, God does different things. And we find ourselves in that situation and we are actually moving on. Tell your neighbor we are moving on. Hallelujah. We used to belong to the first love denomination. And then our father said, the cloud is moving as concerning you. Hey, let's do it. So we have moved. Ask your neighbor, have you moved some? And that is why 
as you came in today, you see us all in our blue. We are just marking that move. Amen. And I'm excited to see what God will do because he does a lot of things. Are you there? Hey, the church is very, very quiet this morning. No, you are not quiet. Okay, I forgot that we almost didn't hear the play because of your noise. But never mind, it's a charismatic church. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And so I'm excited because I want to see what God is going to do ahead. But there are a couple of things I know, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Hallelujah. God is with us. When he brings a change, you just change with it. Otherwise, you will miss him. I was asking somebody, are you the type who is still saying one million CDs? You are holding 100 Ghana CDs in your hand. And then because you refuse to change, when we were told that the city has been re-denominated and so four zeros has been taken off, you stayed there. And that's why why right now when we say 1,500, then you are calculating. (laughs) You are calculating. You have to now go and add four zeros before you now come and tell us that this is what it is. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you cannot change it, you will miss God. Yeah. When seasons change, what is there that is constant? Almost nothing. Seasons change. Brother, is it blue hair? I think I, I, I will see you after the, after the service. I'll see you after the service about this blue hair. Lady Abraham, do you agree? We were looking for blue hair. We couldn't find. It's too nice. I like that spirit. I'm marking a change. Anything blue. Hey! Ask your neighbor, where is your blue? Where is your... <laughs> Hallelujah. So we are marking our change and we are happy because when you know that God is moving you on and you're able to move with him and change with him, you find that he's gone before you. Are you there? I was telling the first service that I was here. We were in Tamale, very happily there. I didn't have plans of going anywhere. I used to tell my pastors that, look, if I die, I'm a girl from Accra. So if you don't know, and you try to carry me to Accra, I'll wake up at the barriers of Tamale, and I'll sit up, and I'll ask you, what do you think you are doing? And then I'll lie down again. So this, is, this was my constant joke. But before we even got to that point, the same voice and the same cloud, through our same bishop, you are being transferred from there, here. Are you with me? And we are so blessed that we moved. We are so blessed. Amen? Otherwise, I wouldn't have known you. I'm happy to know you. Amen? And once again, it's time for another move. And this time, we're moving from first love to become Anakazu Assemblies. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. And I think it is very, very significant. Amen. Hey, are you there? Psalm 36 and verse 9 says, For, for with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. With our God is the fountain of light. Our name is not fountain of life for fun. I believe that it is life that will come out of here. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Many times you are like your name. That's why you better check the meaning of your name. If your name is Cynthia, change it. It means serpent. Yeah. Uh, You didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Are you in the house? You'll find that you're very like your name. 
all the joys I know. We are all noisy. We all like laughing. We are all sanguinous. We all like loud colors. We are all a certain way because of the name. So check your name out. And as we, we, our cathedral is called the Fountain of Life, I believe that that's what's going to happen in this house. Amen. That life is going to come forth. And as we are now in the Anakazo denomination, you see, denominations are there in our, for our church, it just helps us to organize ourselves. Are you there? There are about 18 or 19 denominations, and it's helped us to organize ourselves according to what we need. But this particular denomination, and for us, it is a prophetic name. And that's why this week and next week, I'm going to be speaking to you about the Anakazo spirit. Amen. The Anakazo spirit. I believe that as a church, we have come to the place where that's what we need next. So push your neighbor and say, we need the Anakazo spirit. The Anakazo spirit, yeah. And I'm going to be talking to you about this word Anakazo. It is not English. Don't look in the English dictionary for it. It's not there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I need to take you to the scriptures. Can we go to Luke chapter 14? Because when I said Anakazo, some of you thought that it was a thanks. The Bible was not written in the English language. And if you know anything about languages, you will know that words can meet, mean different things. Are you with me? How many of you speak Ga? Can I see by your hand? Hey, you are not in the house like that. Wow, I didn't know. Hey, Minganyei. Oh, Nakana. Anyway, since there are so many guys, I'm very sure that you can unravel this sentence, which is, is using essentially one word. Some of you have heard it before, so don't answer. And let's see if those who haven't heard it before can give us an answer. And we are using the word nye. And the, the sentence is nye, 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 nye. I'm waiting for a girl who's bold enough to tell me what it means. I am yet to meet a girl who has got it right the first time. You want to try, eh, Lysandra? Can you give Lysandra a mic? Lysandra, have you heard this story before? Have you heard me talk about it before? Okay. If you get it, I'll give you a prize, I promise you. I have given this example for many years. I've never met anybody who can explain it. Okay. Um, hello. Hi. Okay, it means that um, like no one can defeat us. Like um, no one can defeat us, or like you are almost there, but it's not it. <laughs> you are almost there, but you are it's not it. Okay. Nye nye. Nye, nye, anye. Oh, nye, nye, what's that? Your mother cannot hate you. But it's one way. Pronounced in different ways. And so, <laughs> there is another word like that in the Greek language. And you will find it in Luke chapter 14. We're going to be doing a lot in this story. Maybe I should just read the story. Then we'll come to the word. Is it a good idea? Luke chapter 14 from verse 16. This is the Anakazo story. So for us here in Aedia, this is our story. It is also a blueprint of how to grow your, your church. 
how to grow your center, how to grow your life in this, in this scripture. A certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee have me excused. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray thee have me excused. Another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and showed his, his lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges, and compel them. That word compel, that is the word in Greek, anakazo. Compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Now that word anakazo that has been translated to compel is just like the word I was using in Ghana with so many different meanings depending on where you put the nuances but it's very much the same word. Amen. What does anakazo mean? Let me give you the meaning. To necessitate. Well, of course, the scripture itself gives us one to compel, to necessitate, to drive, to constrain, to force, to threaten, to persuade, and to entreat. So the same word, it means so many different things. English does not have one word that means all those things. So as they translated the Bible, they picked one to compel. At least compel is kind of like in the middle. It sort of implies that you have to do something. Amen. Are you with me? And it's something which this word is very, very, very important because it's describing something. Hallelujah. And I want to talk to you today about why anakazo is important. It's, it's a very, it's a word, it's in the scripture, and you can read it just like any story. But as we come and we stand on the threshold of another season of our lives as a church, I believe that this word is going to mean more and more to us. Amen. Are you in the house? Are you there? And so for a few minutes, I want to share with you a few reasons why I think is so, so, so important. Next week, we'll go into other details. But today, I'm just introducing the topic. And I'm just, I just want to share with you that as we sit here, you yourself, you need to have an anakazo spirit. And as an anakazo spirit. What do I mean? Something that makes you force. Something that makes you force. You know, nowadays, eh, Christians, we force for a lot of things, too. We force for money. We force for what? <laughs> we force for some things. But for some things too, we don't force. Yeah, for some things too, we don't strive. And especially in our Christianity. So you will see somebody who is very forceful at his work side. You see that the person is giving it his all. But when he comes to church, then he becomes like a spider on the wall. He was a spider on the wall is just in church. 
It has just come and it can in fact remain the same throughout the whole service. And it's just there. You see, and I came to share with you today that in this dispensation that we are living in, or as we say in a certain kind of English, in which we live in it, <laughs> if you don't find the anarchal spirit, it's not likely that you will survive to the very end. Wow. Are you there? Number one, you need that kind of casual spirit to grow as a Christian. To grow, just to grow. Just to grow. So you've given your life to Jesus Christ. And you are in church. Well, some are not. You just came because somebody dragged you here today. If you are just going to follow convenience and ease, you won't go to church. It's not convenient. I see many of you fanning yourself. It's hot. I mean, it's hot. <laughs> the heat alone can keep you in your room. At least in your room, you can strip. There's no AC there. There's no AC here too. But at least in your room, at least you can put the fan on and lie under it in your bum shorts. You can't do that in church. So even getting up and coming to church is something that you're going to have to make yourself do. Make yourself do. When you also come, church is usually not according to how you think it should be. Uh -huh. So normally, you find the church that is closest to how you want it to be. For example, if you are of the background that has church for 45 minutes, here, you'll be very confused. Because you can see that we have been here for some hours, and you can also see that we are not in a hurry. <laughs> what do you think? We're not in a hurry. Are you there? Hurry. So, my advice to you is that find your church at 45 minutes and do the Anakazo day. But don't be here and then be complaining. Because if you do that, you will drop behind. I can't, won't, which. So, you find the closest to what you are able to do. And my prayer, because I like you, I want you to stay. And so, you just decide that this is how my Sunday is. The whole day actually is for God. And I've decided that. Some people say, I like it early in the morning. They come 7 to 10. Maybe I'm here 10 to 1 or 1.30. It's fine. And that's it. And you make yourself do it. You see, I'm trying to give you practical things. Amen. Because going to church is one of the things that's important for you as a Christian. I hear people saying that, oh, I can be a Christian in, your, in my room. Then you know more than the Apostle Paul. Give me Hebrews 10.25. Yeah. Yeah. You see, and it says that what we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the habit of some is. And some of you, you just happen to be here today. You actually belong to the group that usually you are not in church. And you came so that you will hear this scripture at this time. Do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Are you there? I want to show you. There's another scripture that frightens me even more. Give me a moment to find my scripture. Yeah. You see, because I need to tell you that it is one of the signs of your Christianity. And when you begin to see that it's not working, it shows you that, look, <laughs> ask your neighbor, are you a Christian? What did your neighbor say? I'll tell your neighbor, we, we, we hope so. Because these days, Charlie, all kinds of things happen. Wow. 
The, the iPad is also feeling hot. <laughs> First John. 1 John 1 7. It's a scripture. It says that if we are in the light, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have what? One of the first things that happens. You see, your, you, the lack of liking or fellowship is a sign of darkness. Yeah, have you not noticed that when you mess up, one of the first things you don't want is, the, is, is to come into church? Okay, okay, maybe not this generation. Yeah, but it's one of the first things. And it is often where the enemy attacks first. When you are sad or you are broke or you are bereaved or some tragedy has happened to you, you discover this is one of the things that he attacks first. To keep you away from the, 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 the fellowship of believers, the place where the light will come and shine on your darkness and help you. Because you see, as Christians, I wish I could tell you that nothing bad ever happens. But you know it is not true. True or false? You know it's not true. Yeah. That bad things happen. Good things happen. Bad things happen. Like to everybody else. And when bad things happen, it's a kind of darkness. And as you come in together in the fellowship, a certain light goes through. You can't sing for yourself, but somebody is singing. You can pray for yourself, but somebody is praying. And that light begins to, it just begins to help you. Recently, I went through something. One of those darknesses. And I even tried praying myself. It wasn't working. Then I got myself into what? Fellowship of believers. I realized that even though that prayer meeting did not tackle my issue, as I was leaving, suddenly I was normal. Yeah, it was not a prayer meeting about my issue. It was a normal prayer meeting if I were praying for the church. But just after that, coming into that atmosphere and being there, some light entered the darkness of my soul. May light enter any darkness. Anything that is trying to cover up and make it difficult for you. Hallelujah. You know, but for it to happen, please force yourself and come to church. Yeah. When people tell me I can't pray, I said, no problem. Put the prayer on. Let somebody be praying. Amen. Eh? That's why your podcast should be working. Yeah. It's one of the things. Have you not woken up some mornings and open one eye and wonder that, oh God. That's when it's good to just have the thing there and tap, tap play. And when you hear shaba, shaba, shaka, something begins to enter into you and life begins to come in. Hallelujah. So, anakazo, that fighting spirit, that forcing spirit, that thing that makes you press through, you need it. Otherwise, you won't grow as a Christian. Some of you gave your life to Christ 10 years ago as we are standing here. The only scripture you can quote is the John 3.16. Okay, by mistake, you can add 3.17. John 3.17. Let's go. Ready, go. John 3.17. For God sent son into the world. I'm watching. Them the world. Granos, apart from the first two rows. Granos. You are just chewing granos. Chewing, chewing. Because in order to know it, you need some anakazo. When you come into the church, right now I'm standing with my microphone. I don't have time to even stop and say something else. You can't even ask a question. That's why we also have lay schools. Where you can sit there and then you learn the scripture. And you say it together, you learn the scripture, you learn it. But you see, 
If I say go to lay schools right now, you look at your time. It's two o'clock on Sunday. Me, I had breakfast at night. I'm feeling very angry. I've been in the church. I gave me at 10 o'clock. You see, that's why you need an akazo. Without an akazo, you cannot sit there another 40 minutes. Meanwhile, the same you. You are able to watch series. How many hours on the the, the, the Saturday, that summary that they used to do, it starts from 8 to 2. You watch it, no problem. Some of you game. You can be there. Some of those who come here. Morning tonight, your pocket cry is empty. You are still there. Yeah. You see, because that one, it doesn't need any forcing. Yeah, the Bible tells us that the world, yeah, it is in the hands of the prince of the power of the air. The devil knows what he's about. But for us as children of God, if we want to grow, are you here? What does that children's song say? Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day. If you want to grow. If you want to grow. If you want to grow. Hallelujah. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day, pray every day, read your Bible, if you, <laughs> yeah, you know, we used to sing it in Sunday school, and it was just a nice song, and I liked especially the place where they would say, if you want to grow, then they would say you should do it with your friend, then you pinch your friend in between, and your friend will be pinching you, I mean, as if you are doing, but it is the truth, it's the truth. That's how to grow. But if you don't use anakazo, you won't do. You won't do. Because your time to get to work. And that's why many of you, when you started working, you entered into full-scale backsliding. Please, so if it's you, just look straight. Nobody knows that it's you. We don't hear, we all look young. We don't know whether you are working or you are schooling. So just look straight. Yeah. And please, those of you who are students, please back down. Because you think that you are brain. You are now coming to brain. Yeah. Ask those who are working, they'll tell you that, look, it's a serious business. And suddenly you've got to get up and be at that place at a certain hour and be there for a certain number of, of hours. You see, when you are here, you don't have money in your pockets, right? You didn't go to class. Yeah, there's nothing like that at work. You go. And so suddenly, this normal practice just prayer, reading of the word, doing your quiet time, it has suddenly become something. And you are a student, you can't have your quiet time already. That ain't. Push your neighbor and say, it's time for anakazu. We are tired of the lily-livered milk and water, diluted milk and water kind of Christianity. We are tired. We are tired. It hasn't got us anywhere. It has only made the church go backwards. You are very quiet. Mm-hmm. You are trying to grow. We are trying to do an akazo. Hallelujah. Yeah. And you need it. And we need it. Some of you are in circumstances that are not conducive to your Christianity. And sometimes you need to rise up and deal with it. Use an akazo to deal with it. I keep on meeting students who tell me that, oh, you are four boys in the room and some girl has come to sleep. They work out. 
Stop trying to be nice. Walk out. She hasn't paid rent there. Three girls, some guy has come. He's always there. Has he paid rent? Does he have legal rights here? Open the door and say, excuse me, sir. Uh, my roommate will be annoyed. What? So she can't be annoyed. What a problem. You, is this you who needs some anakazu? Putting up with the foolish. Hey. Recently, I was so proud of one of my young daughters. She's in university somewhere. And she was in the class. And then her lecture got up and started to speak. Talk, 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 talk. Then he began now to, what should I call it? Talk about the Holy Ghost. And to basically rubbish the whole thing. This little girl put up her hand. Sir, I don't agree with what you are saying. We even add respect. You are not worthy of it. <laughs> and she asked him, you said the Holy Spirit is not there. How do you know that the wind is blowing? Said by what you see. How do you know that there's Holy Spirit? It's also by what you see. It's because you haven't seen. That's why you think he's not there. But the fact, yeah. Because the man was saying that insofar as he has not seen it, it's not there. No. <laughs> uh, hey. And I told her, I said, well done. Because she's not that type of person. Yeah. But I thank God she found some anakazu. And it's about time we find anakazu. Some of you, you are part of a group of friends. The way they even speak about Christ. And you are there. And you accept it. Then when you finish, you come back and you try to pray. No wonder your Christianity is not standing up. It's about time for you to rise up and say, listen, I am a Christian. And I speak in tongues. You're my friend, but while you're here, you're not going to talk like that. Hey. A friend of mine was there. This is some years ago. And began to talk about how all those who speak in tongues are mad. And he turned to the guy and said, Kaba Torama. And nowadays, if we don't push back in, we will not have anywhere to be Christians. Yes. They won't let you meet in the hall. Meet outside. By meeting, there must be. And a meeting, there will be. Are you in the house or you have traveled? Yeah. Anakazu, the Anakazu spirit. Hallelujah. Without it, there will be no Christian growth. Amen. Number two, without the Anakazu spirit, your soul's bank will be empty. <laughs> for lack of another word, your soul's bank will be empty. I have been preaching for the past six or so weeks about the Great Commission, so I don't want to go back into that. If you were not convinced at that time by, the, by what has been preached, that you must be a winner of souls. To win souls, you need some Anakazu. You need some anakazu. Hallelujah. There's nothing there saying that, okay, now we are giving permission to win souls. There's nothing like that. You have to take it and win those souls. Hallelujah. We are more and more meeting campuses that don't even allow, um, what should I say, you get there and then they say, okay, the first years who came, here are your members. Are you getting me? And the rest, they are this, that, and that. They are trying to, trying to stop the preaching of the gospel. And we will preach it. We'll preach it. Yeah. We'll preach it. Because there are even some people there who claim they come from Lighthouse. They're not Christians. Somebody else will preach and they will listen. Oh, you don't get me. Yeah, they were born into it, but yeah, it didn't really. But as the preaching is going on, you give their life to Christ. Is that not what we are looking for? Yeah. But you see that if you don't force, you accept all these rules and laws and it's your Christianity that will come to a halt. What is even sad is that it's Christians who are making it difficult. Mm. Hey, are you there? 
Without an akazo, your life will be empty. Without an akazo. Christian brother, 35 years old. It's an akazo you need to find a wife for. Yeah. Eh. No, no, I have to anakazo them to, to, be, to obey in the, in the house of God. Amen. Your life will be empty. Your Christian bank will be empty. If you are waiting, how many times in your life will somebody come and say, I want to receive Christ? That they are, they are coming to volunteer. Push your name and say, let's be serious. Oh. I've been a Christian for a while. I don't think it has happened more than once. Most of the time, you are the one who needs to initiate. And you are the one who needs to make up your mind that I need to win a soul. And you are the one who wants to go out. What is the likelihood, with all due respect, that as you lie on your bed uh, daydreaming, that you will win a soul? What's the likelihood? It's almost zero. You have to get up and decide that I'm going to talk to somebody about Christ. This friend of mine, I'm going to speak. This classmate of mine, I'm going to speak. This worker who works with me in the office, I'm going to talk to them about Christ. Without that, eh? Without that, nothing will happen. Even when you make that decision, I told you that we are going to Ketikrachi. Even as we have made the decision to go, we have to now get on the ground and force. Yes, and force. And force. And some of you need to force to be here. Because as for the excuses, plenty. They sent me to go and uh, what, see my uncle. You have to anticipate things. <laughs> hey. Are you in the house? Some of you live in the town of Kumasi. You are the worst church goers ever. Because you are on campus. Then you say that, oh, they have called me from home. An emergency call at home. You liar. How many emergencies can one family have? <laughs> you, the Bible calls you a lying wonder. Go and look up this. There's a scripture. Yeah. You see, it is something that must enter you to say that home or no home, I go to church. I'm almost done. No, today I'm just introducing the subject. Tomorrow, I mean, next week we're going to really, and actually I'm going to be talking a lot about Anna Castle also at the come, upcoming conference. We're going to go into that, so try and get a few sessions. Hallelujah. Without Anna Castle, your Christianity will die a natural death. Natural, without any effort, you will just slide and slide and slide out. Yeah. If you just leave yourself, you won't do anything and you will slide out. You need an akazo to remain a Christian. Hallelujah. An akazo to be a Christian, an akazo to remain a Christian. Some of you, the reason why you're not doing so well is a friend or two that you need to ex- export from your life. Because you are serious and they are not. Yeah. Sometimes you believe, but how to leave those friends or the laughter of those friends. You need to do some anakazo and decide that I'm going for it no matter what they say. I'm going for it. I'm going to serve God. And serving God, you always have to force. Are you with me in the house? You're always going to have to force. It is not convenient. Amen. One of the things that we'll see when we get into the story is that we are going to meet the killers of ministry. Yeah. And all the killers of ministry, not one is bad. Your ministry is what you do for God. And there are some things that will kill it. They fight it. Meanwhile, they are all normal things. They are all normal things. Most Christians are afraid of uh, what? We shouldn't drink. We shouldn't smoke. We shouldn't just, you know, you're afraid of those things. You should fear these things that don't look like killers but are. 
It's a whole message. I cannot enter it now. It's a whole message, but we'll get there. But what am I saying to you this afternoon? I'm saying to you that it is time for us to rise up. Our name has been changed to the Nakazo Assemblies because it is our nature. We are going to force to do things. We are going to force. Quiet, I've been waiting for you to reach 200. We haven't reached because you are enjoying life. You are not forcing yet. Hey! Chorus, let's push your neighbor and say that they are talking to us. 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 Uh-huh. But we'll enter it and we'll grow. And the reason is because you think that, oh, at least when we compare ourselves to the ashes, there we are a lot. <clears throat> when we compare ourselves to uh, social media, social media, we don't even... <laughs> In fact, when we compare ourselves uh, to... Uh, who again? Give me another basota. Who? To the flowers, we are more. When we compare ourselves, you are, you are, your comparison is not... It's not it, that's not the point. That's not, when you think like that, you just, you just go backwards. Yeah. But we are going to do anakazo. As a church, we'll anakazo till we overfill the church. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Bible says that since the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. We are going to force our way into the house of God and into the tents of God. We are going to force our way into growing. Are you here? Yeah. We're going to force. Because if we don't force, we'll perish. Yeah. If you don't force to tell them at your office that you are a Christian, eh, you'll perish. You'll come up against a certain situation and it's now too late to say, oh, I'll be Jesus, man. It's too late. You should have said it earlier. Hey. And so at this time of anakazo, we're going to anakazo to do things. We're going to anakazo to prepare a great meal. We're going to anakazo to invite many. Each point is a whole sermon. And that's what we're going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks. Are you there? Yeah, it's an anakazo to be many. It's an anakazo. You'll find out from this story that servant, he was sent one. When he went, they gave him excuses, came back. He was sent again. He came back. He was sent again. At no point did he say he's tired. Meanwhile, he must have been tired. Because they had been cooking too. Some of you, your flesh has to come down. Oh, hey, your spirit works until you get tired. As soon as you get tired, no, actually, enough flesh not take you over. I didn't come because I was tired. What else are you supposed to be? The world is ruled by tired men. So, also, the kingdom of God. As a church, we are going to pray as never before. Oh, yes. As, as a church, we are going to pray as never before. Hey, some of you just to wake up. 4 a.m. Only on Thursday you can't wake up. One sparrow fast we did, you have not recovered. That's the very first anakazo that's coming. We'll pray until we know that we are prayed. You know some days when you finish praying, you know that this prayer won't be here. But we are going to pray. That's the very first anakazo that's coming. We're going to pray till we know that we have prayed. Hey! We're going to fast until we know that we have fasted. Hey! Center director, center of 10, 12. And you will pray and I bless son. You will pray until you are 25. And you will pray until you are 50. Hey! But center leader, your bus is empty. That's why you have been bolting or coming to Uber. We have seen all. 
They're going to use anakazo to change it. Force your way into a thing. Are you there or you have traveled? If you don't anakazo in, you will sleep. Yeah, you will sleep. Some of you come to church regularly to sleep. I've noted you. Oh, I have a list though. I have a list of three or four people. Don't get a message from me today. Don't sit where I can see you again. Yeah. Okay, I said, well, you think you are the only person who is tired. Hey. Please ask your neighbor, is it you they are talking to or who? Some of you who have installed yourself in the back like a pillar. I am directing my anakazo machines against you also. It cannot be that you sit at the back all the time. You are not a security man. You have pasted yourself there. Meanwhile, you know that every Sunday some demons come there. The ones that take you onto Facebook in the middle of the message. Don't talk plenty, because everything that I'm saying happens in the church. Yeah. But we are going to do anakazo. We're going to anakazo the church until it is nice. Yeah. We're anakazo until we know that when we get here, God is here. God is here. God has a way of doing his own attractions. Yeah. And that's the season we're going into now. Hallelujah. So tell your neighbor, from now, your excuses. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Tell the neighbor, it's enough. That's what has brought you to this point. It's enough. Tell the neighbor on the other side, this milk and water Christianity, it's, it's, it's enough. It's enough. Diluted milk and water. It's enough. It's enough. But from now, what God wants from us is, and I, this story is in the Bible because of something. Yeah. It's not just a story. And it's going to be, it's going to guide us. Hallelujah. That's why our name has been changed. Amen. Oh, I said amen. It's our prophetic. We are anakazo people. Amen. People who force to make things work. Amen. Things don't work by you're just looking at them. Many of you have been here as we have been blasting our sound people. Do you know how they are worried about their things? But they are now coming to do more anakazo. Hey! Hey! Are you there? We will blast them until it works. We'll be on it until it works. Hey! Are you there? One day the choir will come. I'll tell them. If the number is not up to, sit down. <laughs> oh, it's true. We're also forcing, yeah. Because we get comfortable in our, oh, the song there. When we do it, we know. Either Pearl or uh, Gloria or Nanadra or Caliba. Who again? Eh? or Hima or Russell these five people we know that they are the ones who will lead the song so we dear, we are just going to learn the chorus today eh, the guys at the back they were almost hot there was a gap here I almost got up to collect those guys who are joking at the back to make them come and line up here you didn't know that I could see what you were doing it's just grace, grace. I'm just giving you a forewarning because one day you'll be there, you'll find yourself at the front line stands and come and shoot the ground was here for us to see. <laughs> hey! Yeah. There are drummers in this house who won't drum. Pianists in this house who won't piano. Excuse me. 
Noah, what I'm saying, his name is Noah. He's the, he's the Noah of the Ark of Instrumentalists. <laughs> his father didn't call him Noah. His pastor Sean gave him that name. Please, oh, do you not have instrumentalists in your boat who don't instrumental? Uh, there are a lot too. Uh, a lot of players. They have just been walking around saying, I'm instrumental. They're not doing anything. They send, them, send them a message. Send them a message. Yeah. Send them a message. Things are changing. Hallelujah. So prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. And God will help us. And you will find out that as we anakazu, a certain joy will enter us. Let me talk to some final year students. Allow me. Allow me. Allow me. In this last year, you have one more chance to learn how to balance your schoolwork and study and, and, and God's work. Learn it. It's one more chance. One more chance. Because when you go out there, that's it. Hey, do some anakazo to finish that project. If you follow your supervisor, depending on how he is, you may or may not finish. Mm-hmm. If you follow your pocket, I don't have money. You are hungry. You are hungry. Drink water. Drink water. The stomach will, know, will not know the difference. <laughs> Does your stomach know the difference? The meal that you are eating doesn't know the difference. It just feels full. That's it. Uh-huh. Okay. Do some anakazo and finish properly. Those who are working, it's time for you to rise up. You have been hoping that you'll be less busy. You have been hoping that you'll be less broke. You have been hoping that at a certain point all will be well. I came to tell you that this is your life. This is your life. How it is now, this is your life. And so I'm inviting you to force. I'm saying to you, force. I'm saying to you, push. I'm saying when you are tired, do just a little bit more. A little bit. Otherwise, you you will sink. You will sink under. Amen? Are you in the house? Are, you, are we going to begin to do some anakazo? When you start to do it, you'll see that things are getting better. May the Lord help us to be a church of anakazo people. I'm talking to some people who have a business that's not working. Please, oh, anakazo. It's needed there too. That's why I say it's a spirit. When it catches you, it will enter all your things. Yeah, it's a spirit. It's a way of doing things. Not accepting that it's not going to work. It's working. It's working. And in the next, don't miss the next two or three weeks. You see that there are many things there to help you as you anakazo. And God will help us. Rise to your feet this afternoon. Just talk to God about that thing in your life that's difficult. Some of you, it's a job. It is drilling you left, right, and center. Talk to God right now and just get some anakazo, something to help you to face tomorrow. Something that you need to do, but it's, it's not easy. Somebody you are so discouraged, you were contemplating, just not finishing. You will finish. Just pray this afternoon and let the spirit of Anakazo come your way. Somebody, your Christian life has been failing. Receive an injection of Anakazo. Anakazo. Shama Sundi 
Receive the strength and the courage. Somebody you're not able to pray, you're not able to have your quiet time. But today, that Anakazo spirit is coming to help you. Helping you to force your way through to talk to God. To force your way through. Talk to the Lord. Thank you for this new phase of our lives. We give you praise. Help us to stand strong. Help us to achieve what we must in the name of Jesus. Oh, your name be praised, oh God. Your name be praised, oh Lord. Father, I pray for that one who is weak and waning, and I ask for strength. The one who is doubting, Father, we bring down that spirit of doubt in Jesus' name. Let faith rise. Help us, oh God, to force. Help us, oh God, to constrain. Help us, Lord, to rise up, oh God, and to push until our Christian lives are real, until we grow as believers, until we become harvesters of souls, until we are strong in our belief, until our church is grown and the seats are filled. We ask you to help us. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. When you send us to people, grant us, Lord, the right spirit to know what to say and how to say it. May we not be fruitless Christians, O oh God. I pray for those who are working and battling their way through to balance, Father. Grant them wisdom. Grant them insight. Show them what to do and how to arrange themselves. Show them when to force and when to step back. Show them how to break through, oh God, and throw them out. Show them how to continue to serve you and to continue to grow. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for that one that all practical things are fighting their Christianity. Grant them the spirit to fight back. The Anakazo spirit. In Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, Somebody this afternoon, you need to force your way into the kingdom of God. You've been here Sunday after Sunday. You've been in church a long time, but you've never given your life to Jesus. Because you need to do something. You need to confess what you believe. The Bible says that what you believe in your heart, you must now confess it with your mouth in order to be saved. And I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus. And so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed this afternoon, you are here this afternoon and you must give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand and we're going to pray together. It's only a prayer. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your hand where you are. Just lift it. Just lift it. I see your hands at the back. I see the hands at the back. I'm asking the pastors to come and to help you. Just come. I want to pray with you. You're going to confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just come and stand with me here. And we're going to pray together. God bless you as you come. God bless you as you step out and you come. Your age doesn't matter. Change. You may be an old lady, a young lady, a boy or a girl. Just come. God bless you. We're going to make our confession together. God bless you. God bless you. Force your way through. Step out and come. God bless you. Step out and come.
Your heart is beating. It's just, Lord, the Lord is trying to link up with you. He's saying something to you. In these last two minutes before we pray, just join us. Just join us as we pray to receive Christ. want you to pray this perhaps to me you want to bow down your head let's pray you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of Jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today from today you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for each one who has come forth to just confess you as their Lord and their Savior. May they never turn back. I pray that they will grow from strength to strength and become strong in you. In Jesus' name, amen. 